Shalom to all. Today's office is Yumadav Tezayin, and we are starting Tesvav Omer Beis, 12 lines up from the bottom, the fourth word on the line. And today's office is sponsored by Tinok Ben Lior Elka. His bris should be Be'itai Bezmanai, and his parents should be Zaychatim Magadlai Latayra Lechopal Maisim Taivim, and be Gebench with Hatzlacha, Parnasa, and Alugatazachin. Now, much of today's daf includes detailed descriptions of the layout of the Beis Hamikdash itself, the entire compound, and Harabayas. So, as we always say, a picture is worth a thousand words, and in today's daf and tomorrow's daf, I would say that a picture is worth two thousand words. So please get yourself a picture, some sort of diagram, a little video perhaps would help. You can go on alldaf.org. There's so many different resources. Try to get a hold of one to help clarify these sugyas. But for now, let's try to create a bit of a visual. Firstly, when we use directions such as north, east, south, and west, it's important to remember the one entered the Beis HaMikdash from the east. That means that the left side of the Beis HaMikdash is south, the right side is north, and walking forward towards the front of the Beis HaMikdash is west. The Kaidish Kadashim was on the west. When you're standing at the Kaisal HaMa'aravi, the western wall, you're actually somewhat behind the base Hamikdash. Okay, so one entering from the east finds himself in a large area called the Ezra's Nashim. There are four chambers in the four corners, which we're going to learn about today. Walking forward towards the front of the Ezra's Nashim, there was 15 steps, and once a person went up those steps, one entered the Ezra's Yisrael, otherwise known as just the plain Azara. This is where the Mizbeach was. Continuing forward, there was another 12 steps, and then one encountered the structure that housed the Ulam, Heichel, and Kedesh Kadashim. The Ulam, the antechamber, is the anteroom right before the Heichel. It was much wider than the Heichel itself. The Eichel itself has the Menorah, Shochan, Mizbech Hazav, and we know what the Kaddish Kadashim had. So now let's focus on an area on the northern wall. Again, that means the right wall of Azara, which is what the Gemara begins with. This is called the base Hamaiket, the Hall of Fire. Let's remember the Kahanim did the Avaida barefoot on a cold marble floor and needed to warm themselves from time to time. So upon entering the Ezra Sisral, if one turned towards the right, which is north, there was a large hall called the base Hamaiket that had bonfires constantly burning to enable the Kahanim to warm themselves. In the base Hamaiket itself, there was actually four separate Lashachais, chambers, which we're going to describe in the Gemara. Now, interesting to note, which we're going to see, the Beis HaMikdash was actually half in the Azar and half out. The part in the Azar had Kedusha, the part out of it wasn't Kaddish with the same Kedusha. There was two entrances, one from the Azara and one from the outside. And the Gemara says, Tanan Hassan, we learned over there in Mishnah and Mesechus Tamid, Amalahem HaMemunah, the Memunah told them. Now, who's the Memunah? He is the Sgan Kayan Gadol, he's the deputy Kayan Gadol. He told the Kayhanim that were in charge of bringing him the lamb for the carbon Tamid, he told them as follows, Go and bring a lamb from the Lishkas Beis HaTolayim. This is the chamber that has the sheep in it, this chamber always had a minimum of six lambs that were ready for the carbon tamid, and he told them, go bring me a lamb from there. And now the Gemara describes where this Lishkas Beis HaTolayim was. The Lishkas HaTolayim was in the northwestern corner of the Beis HaMaiked. And there were four Lishkas, four chambers there, which we said in the introduction. One of them was this Lishkas HaTolayim. One of them was called Lishkas HaChaisamais. Now we learned about this extensively in when a person brought a carbon who was in need of ingredients for the Nesachim, he would first pay the requisite amount, then receive a chaisam, a token that he could redeem for the oil, flour, and whatnot that he needed. Vachas Lishkas Beis HaMaiked, one of them was called the Lishkas Beis HaMaiked. There's Machlekes, what actually was there? Perhaps there was another bonfire there, perhaps there was things that were needed for the main bonfire. And Vachas Lishka Sha'isim Balachim upon him, and one was Lishka that they actually made the Lechem upon him in this Lishka. And now the Gemara asks, Raminu, we have a stira, and Mesechas Midas, it says as follows There were four Lishkas in the Beis HaMaiked, Kikitainius Hapsuchas Latraklin, like sweets that are open into a ballroom. The Beis HaMaiked was like a large ballroom, and then we have different sweets that are open into it. As we had said, there were two in the sanctified part and two in the non-sanctified part. And there were wood posts that were decorated
demarcating the line that was in between the Kaddish and the Chal. Now, what exactly were these four Lashachais? Marav is Drymas, the southwestern Lishka. He has Lishka's Tlai Karban. This is the Lishka Beis HaTlaim. This is where all the lambs were. Now, southwest in this chamber is in the Kaddish part. It's in the part which is still holy. Tezayin Amad Alpha on top. Drymas Mizrach is the southeastern chamber. He Lishka Shahayu Aisen Bal Lechem upon him. That's where they used to make the Lechem upon him. And that was also in the Kaddish. Mizrach Tzvayin is the northeastern chamber. Baganzu Beis Chashmonai Avni Mizbech. This is where the Chashmonaim stored away or hid away the stones of the Mizbech. Sheshikzomamalche Yavon that the kings of Yavon defiled. Now, when the Yavonim took control of the second base of Mikdash, they brought pagan sacrifices on the Mizbech. When the Chashmonaim regained control, they dismantled the Mizbech and stored the stones in this room. Tzvaynis Maravis, the northwestern chamber, this is where the Kaihanim would go down to the base Hatfila. Kaihanim slept in the base Hamaikid. If one became Tameh because of seeing Kerry, he would exit through this room, which led to a tunnel that brought him to a Mikvan Harabayas. But over here, we have a stira because the Mishnah in Midais says that the Lishka's base Hatlaim was in the southwest of the base Hamaikid, whereas the Mishnah in Tameh that we started out today's Gemara said that it was in the northwest. Amrav Huni answers, no problem. Mantana Midas, who is the Tana of Mishnah's Midas? Meaning, who wrote Mishnah's Midas? Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov. That's Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov. Finan, we have a Mishnah. Ezra Snashim, Haisa Arach Meir Shleshim Muhammad, Al Roychav Meir Shleshim Muhammad. It was 135 Amas long and 135 Amas wide. And there were four Lashachas, four chambers in its four corners. We already said this in the introduction, and now we're going to describe them. Amahayim Misham says, what exactly were these four chambers? Dremis Mizrachas, the southeastern corner. That means when you walk and you go towards the left, the one immediately on your left hand side, that's the southeastern corner. He has Lishkas and Azirim. That was the Lishka of an Azirim. Shasham Nazirim Mavashan Shalmeim. This is where any Nazir, he would cook his Shlamim. Umagalchen Saron. They would shave their hair. Umishalchen Tachzadud. And they would throw their hair into the fire underneath this pot of meat. Mizrachas Tzvainis, the northeastern corner. That's when you walk and you go towards the right. That's immediately on your right hand side. He has Lishkas Dir Haetzim. That was the Lishka that had all the wood in it. Shasham Kahan and Bali Mumen Oimdim. This is where Kahanim, that were Bali Mumen. So they couldn't do a Vajin the Besamekdash. They would stand in this Lishka. Umaslin Beetzim. They would check the wood. Any wood that had any worms in it, wasn't allowed to be put on the Mizbech, so they would check the wood to make sure it doesn't have worms. Tzfinus Maravis, the northwestern side, that's when you go further into the right, that's the far right corner. That was the Lishka of the Mitzrayim, that's where the Mitzrayim would go to do part of their Tahara process. Maravis Jaimis, the southwestern, that's the far left. I forgot what the southwestern chamber was. He says, They would put wine and oil over there. It was called Lishka's Beis Shemanya, having to do with the oil that was there. Now, what do we see from here? The Mishnah began without mentioning Atana, and right in the middle, the Mishnah quoted Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. It must be that a Stam Mishnah in Midas is Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. And we continue, Hachinam Bistabra. It's actually logical to say to Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov he, that a Stam Mishnah in Seches Midas is Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, and we're going to bring a series of Mishnahis proving that a Stam Mishnah in Midas is Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. But before that, we have to have a bit of an introduction. Now, the kind that brought the Paraduma did so on Harazesim, which overlooked Harabayas. He would shecht it and then do Zrika Saddam by throwing the blood in the direction of the Heichel. He actually had to be looking at the entrance of the Heichel when he did so. So just to set this up, he was standing on Harabayas in a direct line to the Heichel. Now the Besamekdash compound and the walls surrounding it weren't actually built on the gradual slope of the Har. Actually, the Har was terraced, which means an area was flattened and then steps brought you up to the next flattened area. So let's pause this here and continue on to the Gemara and try to understand this step by step. Did not because the Mishnah Mesech says, All the walls that were there, this is referring to the walls around the entire base of Mikdash compound, we have one of these walls called the Kaisla Maravi. So all these walls, Hayugvain, they were very tall. Chutz Mikaisla Mizrahi, except for the eastern wall, which is opposite the western wall, Shahakain Asarfas Apara, because the kind that burns the Paraduma, Ahmed Bahar Mishra, he was standing in Har Mishra and Har Zesim, Umachavin Vraya Kinegat Pisha Shal Hechol, Bashasazar Saddam, and he had to look exactly at the entrance of the Hechol at the time of the Azar Saddam. Now, the only way he could see the entrance of the Hechol from his vantage point,
point on Harazesim was if the top of the Kaisel Mizrahi was very low so that he could look over the top of it and then see the entrance to the Hechel. And we're going to continue proving this. Utanan, we have a Mishnah. All the entrances that were there, meaning the entrances of all the outer walls and the inner walls and inside the base of Mishnah itself, all those entrances, they're 20 Amas tall and 10 Amas wide. 20 Amas tall over here is an important number. Utanan, another Mishnah says, inside that, meaning walking further towards the base of Mikdash from the Kaisel Mizrahi, Syrig, that was called the Syrig. It was a low fence that Gaim were not allowed to pass that fence. Utanan, we have another mission that says, Lefnimi Menu, further in, Hachel was an area called the Chel Esra Amis. It was a space of 10 Amis. And then a person encountered Ushtem Esrei Malis Hayisham. There was 12 steps over there leading up into the Ezra's Nashim. Rum Malachetzi Ama, the height of the step was half of an Ama. Veshilchachetzi Ama, and its tread, meaning the space of the step that you step on, that was half of an Ama, which means once a person entered the Ezra's Nashim, he was six Amas higher than where he was by the entrance of the Kaisel Mizrahi. Now the person walked to the front of the Ezra's Nashim and he encountered another set of steps. Tesvav Milas Ayus Mitaycha, there was 15 steps going up into the Ezra's Yisrael. Hayardis Mez Yisrael Ezra's Nashim. The Gemara says a little bit funny, they were going down from the Ezra's Yisrael into Ezra's Nashim, but it's the same thing. They were going up from the Ezra's Nashim into the Ezra's Yisrael. Rum Malachatsiyama, the height of the step was half of an Amma, Veshilchachatsiyama, and again, the place where you put your foot on, the tread of the step is half of an Amma. So now you are another seven and a half Amas higher than where you were previously. Utanan, we have another mission that says, Bein ha'ulam l'amizbech. In between the ulam l'amizbech, chaf beis amma, that was a space of 22 Amas. And then when a person wanted to go into the hechol, or right before the ulam, he had to walk up another set of steps. Ushtem esrei malas hayusham. There was another 12 steps over there. Rum malachetzi amma, the height of each step was half of an amma. Veshelchachetzi amma, and the space of the step was half of an amma. So now when he's at the entrance of the hechol, he's another six Amas higher from where he was previously. So altogether, according to this chashmin that we just made, a person standing right at the entrance of the Hechel was actually 19 and a half Amas higher than someone standing at the entrance of the Kaisla HaMizrahi all the way at the beginning of the whole Beis HaMikdash compound. Utanan. But we have another mission that says, Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, he tells us, there was actually another step inside the Hazara, the Gaiva Amma, it was an Amma tall, the Ducha Nasan and there was a platform on it, and there were three steps, half of an Amma each, leading up to that. That means that according to Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, a person standing at the entrance of the Hechel was actually 20 and a half Amas higher than a person standing at the entrance to the Kaisla HaMizrahi. If you're going to say, That's how we can say that the entrance of the Hechel is going to be blocked. If you're trying to look through all the entrances, then you're not going to be able to see the entrance of the Hechel, and you would have to look over the top of the eastern wall. We're going to explain this in a minute in greater detail. But if you're going to say that there's still half of an Amma space that you could see the entrance to the Hechel through that half of an Amma space of looking through the doorways, not having to look over them. He must be that a stamish and seches midas is Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. So let's just explain this. Remember, all the entrances were 20 amas tall. So according to the Rabbanon, the entrance of the Hechel was only 19 and a half amas higher than that of the Kaisal HaMizrahi, which means that there still is a half of an am of space that the Kayin standing in Harazesim could peer through without having to look over the top of the Kaisal HaMizrahi. But according to Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, the entrance of the Hechel was 20 and a half amas higher, and therefore the Kayin had to peer over the top of the Kaisal HaMizrahi in order to be able to see the entrance of the Hechel. So it must be that the Stam mission that we had quoted in the beginning of this Raya, and it had said, the wall of the Kaisal Mizrahi had to be very low so the Kayin could see over it. It must be that it's Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov and not the Rabbanon, meaning a Stam mission Meseches Midas is Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. Whereas Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, he says, Haman Rebbe Yehuda, a Stam mission Meseches Midas is actually Rebbe Yehuda. The time we have a Braisa, Rebbe Yehuda, he tells us, HaMizbech HaMemutza Va'aymed Be'emtza Azara, Shleishim Ushtayim Amos. The Mizbech is actually placed right in the middle of the Azara, and it takes up 32 Amos of the Azara. Hayulai, Tessayin Amor Bezantab, Eser Amos, Kenegad 
Mitzvah Shel Heichel. Ten of those 32 Amas is right by the entrance of the Heichel. Yud Alaf Amlotzaf and Vir Alaf Amladarn. Another 11 Amas was towards the north, which is the right. Another 11 Amas towards the south, which is the left. Nimtz Mizbech Mechuvan Keneged Heichel V'Kasal. It turns out the Mizbech itself is actually right opposite the entrance to the Heichel and its walls, which means if you're trying to look at the Heichel and you're not slightly elevated, then your view is going to be completely blocked by the Mizbech. Therefore, we can say that Estam Mishnah in Mesachas Midas is actually Rabbi Yehuda. It was Rabbi Yehuda that said that the Kayin who's on Harazesim has to look over the top of the Kaisla Mizrahi in order to be able to see the entrance to the Heichel. Now the Gemara refutes this and says, If you're going to say that Estam Mishnah Mesachas Midas is Rabbi Yehuda, do we really find that the Mizbech is actually in the middle of the Azara? But Tanan, we have a different Mishnah Mesachas Midas that says as follows, Azara itself, it was 187 amas long and 135 amas wide. From east to west, that means from back to front, it was 187 amas. And now we're going to parse these amas up to understand them. Makam Jesus Ragli Yisrael, the place where Yisrael was allowed to walk if he had to bring a carbon, so he's allowed to be there. Yud Alaf Alma, he's allowed to walk 11 amas in. Makam Jesus Ragli Kahanim, a kind who's not doing the Avaida, he's allowed to walk another Yud Alaf Alma, another 11 amas in. Mizbech Shleshim Ushtayim, the Mizbech took up another 32 amas. Ben Ulam Vla Mizbech, in between the Ulam and the Mizbech, as Mushtaim, there was another 22 Amas. The Hechel and the Hechel itself, Kuf Amma, that was 100 Amas. So we're at 176 Amas. The Yudalaf Amma, Chayru Besakapiris, and there was another 11 Amma gap behind the Besakapiris, which is talking about the Kaddish Kadashim. The Kaddish Kadashim wasn't actually the back of all the Besamekdash. There was actually an 11 Amas space. So here we have 187 Amas from back to front. Now, Menadar Mutsafan, from south to north, which means from left to right, the width of the Azara, Meushlesh Muhammish, that was 135. Hakavish Amazbech, the ramp in the Mizbech, Shishimushtaim, that was 62. From the Mizbech until the Tabais, the rings, Ches Ames, that was 8 Ames. Now, what are these Tabais, these rings? There was 24 rings that were bolted into the floor of the base of Mikdash, and they were used to hold down an animal while it was being shechted. Makam HaTabais, Esim Arba, the place where the rings actually occupied, that was another 24 Ames. Mina Tabais, Lishal Chanais, from the Tabais to the tables, this is where a carbon was placed after it was shechted, this is where it was cut up into pieces, placed on the tables, from the Tabais to these Shulchanais Arba, that was 4. Mina from the Shulchan to the Nanasim, which were these low pillars that the carbon was hung on and flayed. Arba, that was another four Amis. Min Hananasim, Azara, from the Nanasim until the wall of the Azara, Ches Amis, that was another eight Amis. And Vahamaisa, whatever's lacking from this Cheshbin, Ben HaKevish Vlachaisal, that was in between the ramp itself and the wall. This is talking about the left, the southern wall, and Umakam Hananasim, and the place that the Nanasim actually took up. And Visakadat Echmidis Rabbi Hudi, if you're going to say that a Stam Mishnah Mesechas Midis Rabbi Hudi, Mizbech Bem Tazar Mimishkachasle, did we really find that Mizbech is in the middle of the Azara? Harubin Mizbech Badarmkai, which is described in the majority of the Mizbech was in the south part of the Azara and not in the middle of the Azara. It must be that a Stam Mishim Sechas Midis Rebbeleaz Ben Yaakov Shmamina, and therefore what we had started out today's Gemara with, that there was a seeming steer between a Mishnah Mesechas Tamid and Mishnah Mesechas Midis, we say that that Mishnah Mesechas Midis Rebbeleaz Ben Yaakov, not like the Mishnah Mesechas Tamid. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.